0: SECTION 26 OF BIRDS AND ALL NATURE, VOLUME 7, NUMBER 3, MARCH, 1900. THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING. ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. FOR MORE INFORMATION OR TO VOLUNTEER, PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG. RECORDING BY BETTY B. THE YOUNG NATURALIST BEES HONEY IS MADE FROM MANY SUBSTANCES not only do the flowers give up their nectar to the honey-bees but various other sources of sweets are visited by bees with profit clover honey is one of the most common kind although it is all white clover honey for the honey-bee has too short a tongue to reach into the long tubes of the red clover which the bumblebees are so fond of sweet clover yields nectar which makes good honey a dark variety of honey comes from the flowers of buckwheat and the basswood tree which the german poets sing about calling it by the name of linden bears such a wealth of flowers which the honey-bees like that it is swarmed day after day by so many bees that the tree seems to hum with pleasure you can often hear the bees in a basswood tree before the tree itself is in view in the forest orange trees are also favorites with the honey-makers broken fruits are often sucked by bees to get material for honey and cider left in a dish where they can get at it will be visited by them a mixture of almost any sweet liquid will attract honey-bees and they are so careless of its exact nature that they have been known to store up and make into honey substances that are not good for human beings to eat one of the favorite forms of adulteration among those who keep bees for profit is to place glucose and water where they can get at it. They will readily fill their combs with this cheap material and seem to do very much more work in the course of a season by having placed within easy reach a mass of material that they do not have to work for. Margaret Warner Morley in her charming little book The Bee People, which has just come from the press of A. C. McClurg and Company, Chicago, tells how bees frequently make honey from honeydew. This is a sweet and sticky substance that is found upon the upper side of all sorts of leaves in some localities and has caused a great deal of wonder as to where it comes from. The writer tells of the mountain children she saw in the Carolinas plucking these leaves and licking the honeydew from them, enjoying their treat much as city children enjoy what they get at the candy store. She says the honeydew is made by the little insects called ants cows or aphids the sweet liquid is thrown out from their bodies and ants are so fond of it that some of them have been said to keep cows and take great care of them in order to enjoy the sweet they got from their bodies the aphids eat the juice of the leaves they rest on and change it into honeydew resting on the under side of a leaf and feasting royally they become so full that the honeydew spurts from their bodies and showers the upper sides of the leaves below sometimes the insects are so thick upon the leaves of a magnolia tree that a shower of sweets comes down upon its lower leaves and the grass below trees and bushes shine with the dew and when dust settles upon the sticky surfaces it is decidedly disagreeable pliny the first great naturalist said he thought honeydew was the perspiration of the sky the saliva of the stars or the moisture deposited by the atmosphere while purging itself corrupted by its admixture with the mists of the earth bees gather it and make it up into honey squirrels are fond of it and gather the leaves one at a time hold them up in their paws and lick them with apparent relish there are so many truly wonderful things about bees which this talented writer has collected and told in simple language that her book is one of the most valuable of recent contributions to the libraries of those who enjoy the wonders of nature although written evidently for children it is of absorbing interest to adults and furnishes a fund of material for conversation and observation which will make it very much in demand among teachers and parents the growth of the bee the drones the workers and the queens with all the details of their structure as revealed by the microscope the making of their curious homes, their odd customs and habits, their strange enemies, and a thousand other interesting features make the subject one of great interest, and we cannot sufficiently honor the memory of the blind naturalist, Huber, who found out more things about bees after he lost his sight than all the world ever knew of them before his time. Bad Germs In our bodies is constantly going on a great fight, between germs of various sorts if we are to believe those who know most on the subject microbes are all about within us some of them apparently striving to do us good and others trying to kill us in a few cases men of science have been able to find one kind of germ that will destroy another that is hurtful to the human system by cultivating many sorts of germs together and separately they have come to know a great deal about what microbes like and what they cannot bear the so-called poisons of diphtheria and typhoid fever have been recognized as having certain forms and characteristics and a way of killing them off at wholesale has been found and so we are not so much afraid of these diseases as we were before these discoveries were made the germs of cholera and yellow fever are now well enough known to be controlled by sanitary measures and the doctors are hot on the track of the bacillus of consumption what relief the world will have when these germs are killed before they have had time to do their deadly work a desert light in arizona there is an important well which stands in the desert where its presence would not readily be known but for the fact that a light now swings from a tall cottonwood pole so as to light travelers who are within several miles of it in the night. Before the lantern used to be hung there, many people died, when they might have reached its waters if they had only known how near and in which direction the well really was. Some have died horrible deaths of thirst, when only a short distance from its refreshing waters. In order to pass that point, travelers have to carry large loads of water to quench their thirst until they reach this well. The number of gallons accompany has means either life or death to all. Some time ago, a German boy staggered up to the tank shortly after dark. He had lain down expecting to die with thirst in despair of getting to water, when he saw the light of the cabin of the keeper of the well. So Joe Drew keeps his lantern up at night that others may see the signal from afar and come without delay to the waters. Miner's luck one of the most profitable mines in south america is the penny mine in bolivia penny was a runaway scotchman from a man of war who had nothing and hoped for nothing but to keep away from service on the sea he did odd jobs about the country for a while and was brought low with fever he was faithfully nursed through the disease by a native woman who could not speak a word of english out of gratitude he married her and treated her well she rewarded him by taking him into the mountains and showing him an old spanish mine that had been hidden for years he began working it and became a millionaire with a fellow workman by the name of mackenzie he brought the mine into a good state of productiveness and then left for the old country mackenzie was made superintendent of his mine and mackenzie's son went with mr and mrs penny to scotland he arrayed his indian wife in the most costly attire and made his visit to scotland memorable by his many acts of generosity he adopted a nephew and insisted that both young men should take his name and become his heirs he suddenly died and left his wealth all to his wife with directions that the two sons should be amply provided for complications followed and the indian mother died under suspicious circumstances while the boys contended for possession of the mines. With all the good fortune and excellent intentions of the father, the two boys proved to be bad pennies. They sold out their interest for five hundred thousand dollars each, and are now killing themselves with drink. End of Section 26 End of Birds and All Nature Volume 7, Number 3, March 1900